All right, so welcome everybody to iZombie Radio, back from San Diego Comic Con. I'm here Woo. with the normal crew. We have Chris King, Sean Carpenter, and Katrina Dennis. So, how was everybody's Comic Con, guys? Oh, tiring. <laughs> yeah, exhausting. We, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good time. We all got to finally meet in person, and we took a selfie. We did. We took a <laughs> selfie, which you can find on social media. It's on our Twitter page. Yeah. I spent exactly 15 minutes after we took that selfie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you took off quite literally, I guess. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, Never running new shoes, kids. There we go. Is it all good now? Is it just like a little swollen, I guess? Because you were able to maneuver the rest of the weekend in, I guess, yeah. power through enough to survive. But yeah, I tried crutches for the first time uh, Friday and Saturday, and then I decided <laughs> that that was terrible, and I was going to limp for the rest of the weekend. So, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's not fun, especially like out of all weekends, right? Like out of any weekend for that to happen, it happened uh, Comic Con weekend. Still good, though. Still good time. Yeah, still partied oh, hard. Yeah. Still yeah. got to hang out, go to press Guess rooms. my body... <laughs> yeah, guess my body decided to give out Saturday, so that was fun. Hey, was it worth it? <laughs> well, I caught up on a few on a few things, so... Okay. And I still hung out with you guys afterwards. Yeah. No, we... Still uh... managed to find you guys after, you know... After you yep. guys spent most of, well, at least you, Blaze, spending all day in Hall, Hall H. H. I did. That was quite an quite, experience. Yeah. Well worth it, though. But yeah, we walked out, and you were, like, right there. It was well-timed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, at Comic-Con, we had Hall H, we had press rooms, we had screenings, and fortunately enough, um, Chris, Sean, and I were all in the iZombie press room. And yes, that, was, sir. that was pretty fun. Um, the press room included um, creators of iZombie, Rob Thomas and Diane Ruggiero. Ruggiero? Ruggiero? I, I don't know. Uh, Ruggiero, right. I'm oh, it, sure. it is a hard G. Okay. Pre- pre- pretty sure. That's how I've heard it pronounced. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Um, yeah. All I'll say is she's an awesome lady. Yeah, she's no, great to yeah. talk to. Um, um, pretty funny, too. Hilarious. Yeah, the whole oh. cast. And then also from the cast, we had uh, Rose McIver, Malcolm Goodwin, Rahul Kohli, Ali Machalka, Machalka, and David Anders, right? That's that's everybody? Uh, Yep, that's everyone. Yeah, so Robert pretty Buck- good. Robert was too busy at the One Tree Hill reunion. <laughs> Where, you know, I will give him, I was told that they all sang Gavin DeGraw together. They did, they yeah, did. Right? Yeah, that's so... I mean, hey, he's got those. Those fans loved him for a while. I understand. You know, you, you got to pay your dues. Um, yeah, no, and um, yeah, and you know, every there were plenty of cast members still there. Um, yeah, we got a we got a lot of great uh, a lot of great info. We don't yeah. have to do uh, we don't have to do as much speculating now because now we actually know things about uh, season three, which is really cool. Yeah, they were. Pr- I thought they were pretty good in how they. How much they were willing to talk about and how much fun they were willing to have with uh, all the press. And I guess that's, you know, a result of of the show itself where, you know, you can you can sit there and tell us, well, okay, these are the three brains, you know, we have planned already. 
And that really gives away next to nothing about what's actually coming. Definitely. And I mean, at least just for me from doing the press room last year and doing it this year, I just think they do a great job, especially Rob Thomas, of teasing just enough and kind of getting everyone, you know, everyone's appetites wet for what's coming without giving away the whole story. So we, we got a lot of stuff to get excited about, which we'll, we'll dive in here, I'm sure, in a second with. But I still feel like going into Season 3, I don't know how everything's going to play out, and I don't know exactly what the full story is. But, yeah, uh, no, we, we, got like, we got like baby teasers, I would say, uh, you know, like at most. Yeah, yeah. They get I, I, yeah. enough for like fun speculation. But, um, but yeah, no, they, um, I think it's – I'm really excited because my whole thing was – Going into season three, I was curious. I, you know, I feel like the show is kind of just going to explode to another level, a whole new world, basically. And um, a whole new world. Yep. <laughs> How to do it? How to do it? I'm just no, surprised I, no one joined. Me. I was hoping somebody would do it. <laughs> I was going to start singing "Brave New World" by Thirty Seconds to Mars. I, I was. Uh, I just wasn't going to follow up my own setup. I was going to sing, but I sound like a ten-year-old boy now. So we're just going to have to wait. Until next time, and then and then we'll all sing again. All right, all right. episode, everyone. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Kat- Katrina, I'm holding you to it. Next episode, next episode. We'll have a musical episode right after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I think the main thing that we the the main like first piece of information that we got from both Rose and. Uh, Rob Thomas was that something fun for next season is that Liv is going to eat a dominatrix brain at one point, <laughs> which uh, we got. You know, we got the the stripper brain. Might as yeah. well just go oh, the that extra mile, perfect. right? Uh, and um, she said it was sprung up on her. Like yeah, she did not yeah, know she... this going into season three. Yeah. She she found out on Friday on, on the press room day and the panel day just like everybody else. That's yeah. that that was was great. Like she was going through the press room, and Rob Thomas had dropped that information to us, and then we'd be bringing it up. And Rose is like, "Yeah, I just heard about this this morning," um, which which made it even more fun to hear her talk about it. Yeah. And um, Sean and I were also in the panel, yeah. and uh, she she was joking that like. They were all joking about like, oh, what would her like safe word be? And they are and one word they came up with was like ficus. It was just this like whole goofy thing where the whole cast was like, yeah, we really don't know. And then and Rose is kind of like ficus, like what the hell? Like yeah, it was. Like, uh, why do you guys yeah. associate that word with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rob, that's what Rob Thomas said. Just for some reason, he's kind of just joking around. But uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm definitely excited for that um sean and katrina are you guys uh excited for that brain too <laughs> Just oh the yeah fact that... All right, go ahead oh thank you uh definitely i mean i think that uh that iZombie has a great way of you know everyone all, all comedians complain about like oh i can't make fun of something without being offensive but i think iZombie is a great way of mm. making jokes out of like those kinds of characters but also being like respective and making them people through Liv's memory so yeah i'm pretty i think it's gonna be hilarious like i think it'll be great yeah i I think it'll be a lot of fun and i think you're dead on where they can you know they can sort of push 
boundaries, I guess, in what they want to do because, you know, they're always connecting it back to another character that is essential to the episode and the plot. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's a lot of fun. That's, you know, it's one of the best aspects of the show is that each week she, I bet for Rose MacGyver too, you know, she gets to, uh, to kind of play all these mini mini characters um each mm-hmm. week. so she basically gets to play a new version of herself every single week yeah and it is a challenge for her and it is great and you know yeah. you know you know they definitely Ooh. like they love to have fun with that too like in the press oh, yeah. room um rob thomas right i think chris at your at our table he said basically like all the writers come in with like what is it five brain ideas <laughs> Yeah. And that's like the first thing they do is they just sort of throw everything out on the table and then they give her one veto. Yeah, one ex- veto. Exactly. Yeah. And then they uh, spring up the the dominatrix brain after the veto. After the veto. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh the other brain too, which I I was really yeah. excited about the other reveal we got was it's like a it's a double whammy cuz it's it's both Liv and Major, and Liv's going to be eating the brain of a father, and then Major's going to be eating the brain of the daughter. So yeah. they're going to have the father-daughter relationship, which is just <laughs> sounds so goofy. Yeah. And, like, especially with, like, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're friends right now, but with their romantic history and everything, too. Just And just watching, like, Liv be the kind of, like, you know, the paternal kind of uh, ask the, you know, the kind of paternal part of that relationship is going to be, I just, I, I, I'm honestly as, as excited as I am for the dominatrix brain. I think I might even be more excited about that just because it's going to allow Rose and Robert Buckley to play off each other. And I think that's going to be freaking fantastic. Yeah. I really hope they oh, start yeah, doing definitely. more of that too. Same. Because oh, again, it just, good. Expand, sorry, Sean. It expands the possibilities, sure. you know, just gives them more like creative freedom. But what were you going to say? I was actually going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> it allows for more of a creative dynamic within the episode because there was the episode where he ate like the hippie brain and she was still on the hippie brain. But this is going to be a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so um, I think it's fun that they're. You know, and and like we sort of touched on um, in our first episode, it's it's going to be really fun now that we sort of have this full group dynamic and everything. And you know, for all the main characters at least, like there's no more secrets. Everybody's in on it, and I think they're just going to go wild with the possibilities and knowing you know how close and how much chemistry all the cast members have and everything. It, it should be just a lot more fun. Yeah, even though Clive's going to deny it all the time that zombies exist, he's going to go, no, no, this can't be real. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, you said about the no secrets, too. Like, one of the things from the panel was they said, like, in the very first episode, Liv's even going to, like, call them the no secret club now, now that everything's out in the open. And they brought it up in the press room, too, Blaze, and I'm sure, I think you heard this at our table, and Sean, I'm not sure if they said it at yours, but it's that kind of like Scooby Doo kind of mystery gang. Um, yeah. Yep. No, they did not. Okay. Yeah. 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 They described yeah. it as like Scooby Doo. Yeah, like mystery gang, basically. How interesting. Yeah. I, I think that 
cool because you have so many, there are a lot of like Scooby-Doo in the apocalypse uh, fan arts. Now uh, DC is doing kind of a, a similar thing with their Hanna-Barbera stuff. So uh, I'm excited to see how this Scooby gang takes on what is looking like a much, a very quickly growing zombie problem. Yeah, right? Yeah, but definitely. who's going to be the talking animal of the group? That's the real question. Mm. <laughs> I, well, I think I think one of the rats is just going to start talking. Yeah, right. That's that's going to be a side effect of the next cure, you know? <laughs> and Robbie's just going to go, oh, boy. <laughs> He's just not even going to know how to deal with it. <laughs> how do you fit a Scooby-Doo name into The Force Awakens? Like, how do you how do you mix those rat names? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> and then, um, I yeah, but I, I at least know um, the other, Chris, do you remember the other sort of little piece of information we got? Um, I mean, there was a lot. I mean, another really, at least one that I'm personally really excited for uh, is that they're going to do a, a Clive-heavy episode mm-hmm. and that we're going to get um, more details into clive's backstory through flashbacks in the episode too um and that to me is really exciting because as much as i like the fact that you know clive is this kind of like you know that we that we know just clive as this kind of no bs cop um one of my favorite things about season two was when we got to see him outside of the uh you know of the precinct of the office you know with his relationship with dale and then even with like fun stuff with like him being a huge Game of Thrones fan, so to to explore more of his past, um, one it makes me really excited, and then two I think it just allows Malcolm Goodwin, who I think's a fantastic actor on the show, more opportunity to to, to kind of play different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that 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 has me excited. I mean, there was just so much good stuff to talk about. Uh, I I don't know if any. If anyone else kind of has thoughts on maybe what we'll see from Clive or, or kind of what they're expecting, but well, um, I sort of expect Clive to eventually come to grips with the fact that zombies are a thing. He's definitely not going to believe him within the first couple episodes because it's the first episode takes place probably a half hour after the season finale. Or yeah, so. I think, yeah, I think they said literally like they're picking up five minutes after. Like yeah, five to ten minutes after. And Clive's just going to be like, I don't know what to do. Like, did I wake up yet? Am I going to wake up yet? Am I going to wake yeah. up yet? He's, he's like, yeah. is this a really bad dream? Or what sort of drugs am I on? Who drugged me? But actually, I'm more excited for something that's coming out of uh, Blaine and not Clive. Because from what David was saying... There may be an episode where we see Blaine sing. Hmm. Hmm. Did he, I don't think he said that at uh, our table. Someone brought it up at my table. Yeah, that's and interesting. I, and he actually sang a few bars of something. So huh. he can sing. It's not. It's not like he's an awful singer and all of that. No, that's. I mean, I'm always down for uh, the incorporation of music into television shows. I mean, we all know Rose can sing, too, so mm-hmm. there's... Yep. The only one I believe that can't sing out of the main cast was the one missing from the press room in the panel. 
<laughs> which yeah, Robert Buckley. And they poke so much fun at him at my table because every time we brought up the fact that there might be some singing happening or even a musical episode, they were like, yeah, but it might be a little hard with Major. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, he can just do a dance routine or something. Yeah, you know? I'm sure it could be through his perspective. He eats a brain, and then everything's a musical. Everything's a musical. That would actually be pretty funny. Yeah, like that can... one episode of Scrubs. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I, I was even gonna say. Uh, I'm thinking of the musical episode of Fringe, because like, yeah, because uh, I don't think Josh Jackson sings at all during that episode, but John Noble, Anna Torv, and. Um, Oh God! The whoever I forget the actress's name who plays Astrid, they all sing, but I don't think Josh Jackson does during the whole thing. And I just I still love that episode because it was like a noir mixed with uh, with a musical. And like that's the thing, like something like I Zombie could have so much fun with something like that. Like you said, someone who maybe has a condition where they envision people singing, you know, and Major eats that person's brain, and then yeah. I mean, why why not? They still need to get someone who has a New Zealand accent so Rose can use her native accent in an episode, too. So, uh, Who knows? That might actually be in store this season. I, I hope. Like it has to come soon. Like It's such a simple thing that everybody would love. I now have an episode pitch, and okay. I have been into this musical. Okay, listen to this. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, oh, gosh, what is that band name? They're not the Mighty Boosh, they're the other one. Flight of the Concord. So uh, yep. you, get, you get Jermaine and the other dude from Flight of the Concords, right? And then they die, and uh, she and Blaine eat their brains for some reason or another, right? And then not only is it a musical episode, but they're also speaking in New Zealand outfit, or accents. Ooh. So boom! Two and birds with one, uh, one stone. I dig yeah. it. I'm down for it. That'd be so oh. fun, too, to see uh, Jermaine and Brett on there. Yeah. You're, welcome. You're welcome, the CW. I will, yeah. you guys can send me yeah. a paycheck, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be fun. Um, and then I'm pretty sure at least the last, like, big information I remember was that um, Blaine is apparently going to be spending some of the season, a majority of the season, not really sure, um, trying to seek out his memories or get his memories back. Yeah, yeah, and they confirmed at the panel that uh, Robert Nepper, who plays his mm-hmm. father, will be coming back too. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be interesting because there's so much to play with there because he's going to have these people, whether it's his father, whether it's uh, Peyton, who are kind of going to be like, hey, man, you used to be a really bad dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I wonder if, and I was talking a little bit to David about this, like, yeah, is he, are we going to see maybe some of that viciousness, that kind of menace from Blaine eke out, even though he doesn't remember everything? Like, will those mem- I, I'm almost thinking it of, like, uh, again, to compare it to Fringe again, or even, like, a lost situation when their memories came back. Uh, that kind of thing, where it's like, is it going to just start to spill in a little bit? Or, I I don't know. Or is um, he going to feel really bad and question? Yeah, uh... yeah and change even more. Who who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but... Personally, I hope uh, 
bad Blaine comes back because I, I love I love his likable bad guy. He wants to too, so yeah. I think it's maybe so much the more end fun of the season them. will bring him back to good old bad he's Blaine. Gotta, uh, he's got to screw this thing up with Peyton somehow. Like, there's yeah. no way. That <laughs> yeah. He's gonna do something. So and I'm pretty. The, sure. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's sort of like you know, keeps playing the good guy and she ultimately and to the point where she does fully buy into it and believe he's changed. And then he reverts back at some point. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I could definitely see that happening just, just because uh, that's the thing. Cause what I, what I love about this show is that it's not your, um, it's not like, you know that, like you know, just because you're a zombie doesn't mean you're a bad person. But Blaine was a bad person because that's just who he was—zombie, human, whatever. Um, and so, I, I don't know. I kind of like that idea of not like being able to run away from who you are, no matter whether you're human or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like the idea of his past catching up with him because, as much fun as David Anders is in the role, and as much as we all love him, it's like. Blaine has he killed kids. He yeah. you know, he he essentially he killed Major in the season one finale. The mm-hmm. only reason Major survived was because Liv scratched him. And like he, he's just a really he's sort bad of like too far gone. I mean he is. It's yeah, it's that's I agree. I mean because that, that's my issue with some sh- other shows I've watched recently where it's like, Oh, we just love our villains so much, we're gonna keep them around forever and like not that I want David Anders off the show. And not that I want Blaine mm-hmm. off the show because I don't, but it's like there has to be a there has to be a reckoning at some point for him. I would yeah I, I would agree with that um, because I, I yeah exactly because and that was the thing is like all of the characters you know it's like they keep him at arm's length where like they know he's useful in this lim- in the limited pool of zombies they have access to like communicating with, but. Yeah, no, I, I think they sort of well, need to get back to that. And one of the funny things, and Sean, I think you were laughing at this too when they said it at the panel, was Rob Thomas and David Anders both were like, yeah, we're surprised Blaine survived the first two seasons. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like we, we didn't think he was going to make it out of season one, and we sure as hell didn't think he was going to make it out of season two. Um, but, we, yeah. but, but we like David so much, and we like the character so much, that, you know, we, we had to keep writing for him. Um, and that was really funny, but, but at the same time, it is true. It's just like, you know, if, if we're going to – listen, if they, if they kind of go this reformed way and, and have his whole story arc now be about him making up for his past mistakes, I think I think we could – that's an interesting arc for Blaine, and I think that's something that they could explore and, and kind of keep him on the show for a while, but – if he starts becoming kind of reverting back to his natural way, then, then yeah, I mean, some some bad crap's got to have to. There's going to have to be some payback for all the crap he's done. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. But uh, we will we will see. I'm I'm ex- I'm just excited. I'm just so excited for the show to come back, and we have to wait at least like six months. But uh. <laughs> hey, you know, it'll uh, it'll get here. Yeah, but. Yeah, so a lot of interesting news. I don't know if there's. I, I mean, I you know feel free, 
you guys yeah. crossed into anything else you heard, I'm just spitballing off what I remember. Um, I wasn't at the panel, so is there anything else you can add that happened there? Um, well, I mean, I think we we should definitely talk about what was said both at the panel and the press room, um, just about uh, Fillmore Graves and Vi- and Vivian. And yes. kind of, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because I we I did we, want to talk about that I completely. Because agree. we, had, it's all good. Yeah, because we had all speculated about it last week. You know that would there be the struggle between uh, Liv and this new zombie kind of order, and also like, you know, h- how would she kind of react to it? And um, what they said, you know, they kind of hinted at it at the press room, but what they full out said at the panel was that Vivian will kind of be at least to start a sort of zombie mentor for Liz. Um, and then Rose went on to say that like she, you know, Liz's not trying to antagonize anybody, either her friends or Vivian and Fillmore Graves. So she's going to be kind of walking this tightrope. It seems like at least to start this season as she kind of learns more about them. Um, and I thought that was interesting because, uh, part of me thought Liv was just going to see this and reject it right away um, and, and then maybe get pulled in. But it seems like she's more curious um, at first, which I, I thought was kind of interesting to hear. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this because I think it will I, I'm I would much rather see her immediately sort of get introduced to this world because I'm really excited to explore the you know, additional zombie empire and everything that has been established. And um, the more they can build those characters up, I think it'll make a much more interesting season because I'm really curious just to hear, like, how they pitch her, you know, like how, what what makes this appealing or, like, more appealing than her current setup. Yeah. Just because, you know, like, she she has it pretty good right now. Like, she doesn't have many problems um she has access to brains she basically you know she has a job can hold a job and hold her her condition over essentially and at that job they also have time to work on a cure um so like there's you know it doesn't get much less complicated than that for somebody who is a she's zombie. living a good life yeah, yeah she's exactly. living a good zombie life <laughs> So I, I think it it will be really interesting to see the motive of this empire and kind of like what what tempts her to the dark side, if it if it even is a full out dark side, you know maybe it's a gray area, or maybe she does it just to see what they're up to and then take them down from the inside. Yeah, yeah that that could very well happen. But especially I'm really pumped too because I feel like. You know, Clive being the the cop and everything, he's. I feel like he's gonna once, if and when he finds out about this, this empire and this sort of like underground zombie uh, network, we'll call it. You know, he's he's probably he, we he's a cop. He's gonna take a pretty traditional stance on things, and I I would guess he'd want to report it or kind of do something about it. And I feel like that's where some of the conflict might come in, is Liv's like, no, you know, like, they aren't bad people. Like, you know me, and you know how people will react to this. So, 
I feel like that, you know, there's going to be real interesting uh, character, character conflicts because of this. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I agree, and what I like is that they're this mercenary group, and it's kind of like what you were hinting at, Blaze. We know how Liv gets her brains. We know how she survives. Mm-hmm. Then, but then we've also seen how other zombies have kind of survived through Blaine's business, which was a much more vicious way. So, well, what it's about the upper class zombies? Yeah, well, yeah, the zombie that could afford it. Uh, so then, it, it kind of it kind of makes you wonder how about how about this mercenary group? How do they get how do they get their brains? Mm-hmm. How do they, how do they view humans? Do they do they view themselves as this kind of next stage in humanity? And are they trying to wipe out humanity? Like they don't want to be cured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I, I kind of think Rob Thomas hinted at that when he was talking to us. That they're pretty much just like, yeah, humanity. Hey, it, like, it's not so bad. Well, yeah, like the you know we can we can kind of control them and take over them. So why should we let them kind of hang around? Um, that's, that's kind of the indication I got, I, how that will play out, if it will play out exactly that way. I mean, we'll have to wait and see when the premiere comes, but, um, it definitely, I definitely got that vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I, I really think that the show has so much to offer going into this next season and getting to hear all of the all the stuff in the press rooms and everything, you know, you two have told me from the panel. Um, it seems like they're going to obviously bring more of the same and keep the show, you know, fun. But I feel like the the serialized, uh, like, seasonal plot will be, like, a lot more interesting. They're keeping what you love and they're ramping the stakes up higher. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, any shows that can do that consistently and can do it well um normally yes. great shows so yeah definitely and 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 one one other thing i did want to bring up from from the panel because i mean there's a lot of great stuff here i'm looking through our our tweets about it um from the account i mean there's lots of fun details like how you know rose listens to david bowie when preparing to uh play live uh there's going to be a new wig this season uh, there's all these kind of fun little details, but one one thing that pertains directly to this season I, I have is one. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say is that um, and, and it kind of it kind of goes off of the idea of the case of the week because I like what you're saying that it is gonna be more serialized, um, but that they're they're kind of gonna do. Uh, Rob Thomas called it uh, like a Law and Order like episode where within it like one week. Uh, Clive and Liv will catch like a criminal or a killer, and then the next week Peyton will, um, you know, try that person, and uh, it's it's kind of cool that yeah, like now that Ali Mashaka is a regular, and now that Peyton's in the know, we're gonna kind of see all of them again, like working together, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's kind of a cool new format for. Uh, that you know the case of the weeks as they move forward yeah i think that'll be nice um it, it just because it just adds a little more closure sort of and it shows how 
cool of a dynamic, like intertwining dynamic they have with their professions and everything. Definitely. How, yeah. how it works out. My favorite little tidbit from the press room too was how uh, Raul was. He said um, somebody asked if we would get any look into like Ravi's personal life a little more, like uh, his family, his background, his upbringing, and there wasn't any, you know, no plans for it really. But he did say that if. Um, they were to cast a British actor as his father. He would want Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> that yeah, is, yeah. That is, he said that is who he thinks of when he thinks of his TV dad. Which is awesome. <laughs> so and, uh, like, imagine Robbie's childhood under a, a character <laughs> Ben Kingsley would play. Exactly. So good. <laughs> and and then uh, Rose followed that up with saying. For Liv's dad, she'd want Bill Murray. So, I mean, let's go yeah, CW casting. Let's go see it. Those guys aren't busy. Yeah, right. The thing, about, the thing about Bill Murray, though, is that he has this knack for just showing up whenever you say they're at a party. So all they have to do is throw a party and beckon the Bill Murray gods, and hopefully he will come. I mean, that's the thing. They just They just invite him to the set. For a party, just like you said, Katrina, and then they just set up the camera and they just they just film him like just living. He's not even acting, and then that's Liv's dad. I I think I think we got it. That, um, <laughs> it's just clips of him like on set, like roaming around, complaining about like the lack of food and stuff. I just, dude, there's just so many good Bill Murray stories, like him crashing, like. The guy's bachelor party, him showing up in those people's engagement photos, yeah. like, like it's just, uh, I wouldn't doubt, dude. I wouldn't doubt it. He's like, he's oh, I'm in Vancouver, sure, why yeah. not? Like, and he just hops on set. Just happens to be in Vancouver. I, I could you tell me where Bill Murray is right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a very good question. <laughs> I seem to have misplaced my Bill Murray locator. Yeah, I know. I gotta, I gotta Google map him right now. You know, um, just uh, where in the world somebody, is Bill Murray? Load up Bill Murray. Go. Just yeah, the way he is. Yeah, you got your, <laughs> you got, you got your, you got your Pokeball to catch him. I don't know. It's, it's more of a Ecto box or whatever. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um. Uh, any other fun <laughs> moments from the? Uh... That you guys remember or wanted to talk about? Well, there. David does, in fact, actually want... Because he's a Game of Thrones fan. Um, Malcolm's a Game of Thrones fan. He actually wants, like, a Game of Thrones crossover. If that were to have happened. Like, it would not make sense in the slightest. But it would be the greatest thing. I'm, I'm just happy with more Game of Thrones references. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm quite content with that like if i can see another if i can actually see not just a photo of clive dressed up like a dothraki like him actually as one like that would be that would be terrific uh i'm i'm down Liv for that eats the brain of larper <laughs> yeah there you go no i've been oh god sean i was thinking of that one actually <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I wish that they God. would just. I wish that they would just even like save your writers the time. Just open up like a place online. Have like a submission 
um, page somewhere and just let people toss in their ideas. Yeah, I mean, why, like, why not? You know. Well, we've already got, we've already written two episodes. I know that's what I'm saying. On, on this show, Katrina's got a writing credit. Sean's got a writing yeah. credit. Um, Blaze, you and I need to step up our games a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, but uh, no, I mean, I mean, this didn't happen really. Like this happened after the press room, but uh, I mean, I I just would say, I mean, just how lovely this whole cast is. Like, I got to talk the chance to like just talk with Rose for like a second afterwards and get a quick photo with her, and she was just so nice and and like gracious and just like like before I even said thank you for the photo, just told me to have like like oh I hope you have a great day and like. It just, I don't know, like, that's why going to Comic-Con for me is so much fun, is when you get to interview the cast and talk to the cast of, like, shows you love, or even if you're seeing them at a panel, it just kind of reaffirms why you love the show so much, because these are, like, cool, like, good people actually doing it, you know? Like, you're not watching just a bunch of bunch of jerks playing dress-up. It's mm-hmm. like, these, these, these people are seem like really solid people and just from interacting with them for that short time just you know just warm and friendly and you know they they you know they didn't talk to you like you're a member of the press they talked to you like you know that you you know that you were like their friend just sitting at a table which i i i just it makes an impression you know on especially on all of us who are kind of in this industry when you get cast that do that yeah i agree and it's also fun like this is the second year in a row that just how tight you know like how close they are as a cast definitely because that you know plays so much into it and they aren't faking anything you can go onto any of their social media and see how much they hang out so it's just awesome to know that everybody has such a blast doing the show together and then how that translates into their appreciation for the viewers and the press and everybody that watches Oh yeah, I would I would highly recommend anyone who hasn't already go to Rose McIver's Twitter and watch the video of her rapping with uh, Malcolm. It is it is wonderful. It's it's uh and she said she's training for her rap battle with Rahul. So it's just like 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 stuff like that. You can just tell like they're all they're all buddies and it's you know uh yeah. Would it be my first press room? It definitely set the stakes pretty high. <laughs> yeah. In terms of every other press room I'm probably going to be in. And the fact that just for the brief second that I leaned over to put my phone in front of her, I made a quick joke and she just like laughed. And it it made my day. Just getting her to laugh just at one of my stupid jokes was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. That's, that's I was gonna ask you that actually, like for your first press room, and did you do any others? Uh, no. Um, I, I was supposed to do another, but due to time conflicts, uh, I couldn't. Yeah, due I to the fact that the iZombie panel was almost like right backing right up into it, I didn't have the time to run over to the where the press room would be. That's uh, that's cool though. But yeah, I was cu- I was just curious in comparison, but. Yeah, so you had a you had a blast then. Oh, definitely. Even though I had absolutely no voice, because mm-hmm. the night before, kind of was screaming a lot. <laughs> and um, this year, another thing that I was that was a little I'll say a little better, like barely better, but we did uh, Sean, Chris, and I did happen to find some iZombie art. 
yeah. on the uh, convention floor. I got two pieces. Yeah, you got the, the you got the Lord Mesa cast one, right? Which now needs to be updated with Peyton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of, sorry, just let me add. She's gonna be in the opening credits now, too. In oh, fact, right. that yeah, is correct. Yeah, they're gonna add a a Peyton uh, drawing now, a Peyton comic part oh, in the opening fun. credits. So carry on, but <laughs> no, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, last year I know at Comic Con last year, a big thing Chris and I were pretty unhappy with was the lack of iZombie merchandise. Um, it was a bummer. Aside, yeah, pretty much everything. The only thing we found was the stock posters that you know you can buy anywhere. But it was just like non. It was non-existent last year, and mm-hmm. this year was this looking year... pretty grim until the last day. You got yeah. the bag. Well, I got the bag. Yeah, you got the and bag. And then there were the two art prints. <laughs> there was a Funko, which that is, was released. Funko is coming. It is coming to Hot Topic. Hot Topic? Uh, it's at Hot Topic already. I think it's still sold out. Um, yeah. Because it went, on, it went on sale the same day. But Will be available. Oh, cool. But um, it will be available again, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's it's it's slowly happening. Got the Funko. Yeah, they had we, the bag, which was very cool. And then we found those... A poster? Which, yeah, we two, um two pieces of art, the art posters. Yeah, the art posters. Which will definitely. I'm pretty sure I, there has, was some has other. Has anybody tweeted out their art from the? Um, uh, we I will posted now. the Lord Mesa one, okay. but I don't know if I posted out the other one. Well, well yeah, yeah, you we, could. We'll, you know, we'll get them out. We'll. Um, I forget who the artist is on the one we all got, yeah. just because I was in such a rush that Bob day. Bob the artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob it the was. artist. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> if we can find him on Twitter, we should tag him in that because if you're an iZombie fan, it's pretty. We appreciate you. We appreciate you putting in your time to make something. Oh, definitely. And just for other fans out there, if he's got a site, like it's a pretty sweet print. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I would definitely recommend picking one up because it's. I'm just so happy to have it. Yeah. No, it was a nice, nice surprise. It. it it, I just, I just it was literally like you turned around, Chris, and we're like, I zombie. Mm-hmm. I jumped yeah. right on it. And then I we all jumped swarmed. right off. We all swarmed. I bet they were thrilled. They're like, here's some easy cash. Uh, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to buy anything that day. And I'm like, well, since Chris and Blaze got it, I guess I have to, too. Yeah. I, I spent more money than I meant to because of those prints. Because then he was like, well, you know, if you buy one more, then you get another one for free. So, you know, of course. Uh, but, um, but no, it was, uh, no, it was a great, it was just a great, uh, great, great find and really great happy we got this. Great way to finish things this. off. Great way to finish the con off. Yeah, it was, it was a great con. And then, I mean, just kind of going back to what we said in the beginning with all of us meeting, I mean. I, so great. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, we got to hang out at the, uh, the game of bloggers party on Wednesday night and then, Fandom. uh, th- fandom on thursday and uh it was cool having the whole uh, whole zombie radio crew um you know there uh you know guys i mean this chemistry is pretty natural you listeners uh so <laughs> but uh but no it was it was just uh it was a great time and i'm glad we got some great information out of it too um with with the cast and everything uh so yeah i mean just 
if you if anyone ever has the chance to go to Comic Con, I know it's a crapshoot with trying to get tickets, but like, just go, just find a way to go because you'll have a blast. That's that's just the kind of do it. Just do it. Just do it. Make <laughs> your dreams <Yeah>. true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now I feel like we need like a uh, a Shia soundbite for the rest uh, the rest of these podcasts. But, uh, I agree. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, but I guess on that note, um, is there anything else anybody wants to add in or talk about? Um, pretty much, uh, my slate is all uh, cleaned out. Well, at least at the panel, we had a lot of singing. Uh, <laughs> because I guess Raul was singing country music, and uh, David was. Uh, he did a bit from Hamilton. Yeah. Just yeah. for funsies. Uh, did you guys get that on camera? I'm going to die. <sighs> we did I, not. I didn't just because, like, my fingers were typing the whole time. Yeah, and I my, my finger was hovering over the retweet button. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someone out there did, though. It's, it's pretty great. I forget which Hamilton song he was singing, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And then Rahul was singing... Um, Pretty sure he was singing the country song that Liv, uh, that Rose sang in the episode from this past season. Uh, so I forget which song that is, but um, he was doing his own version of that. So that that was just that was a lot of fun. And I mean, there's so much we could talk about still, but like, really, like you know, we we covered the big things. If anyone wants more details on what was said at the panel and or in the press rooms. Um, be sure to go to our Twitter at iZombie Radio. We live tweeted the entire panel, so you'll find all that stuff there. And then both Sean and I will have our videos up soon within the next couple days of uh, of our interviews at the press room. So there's oh, more. Detail. I need to get that. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I know someone that someone else has it on the camera. <laughs> oh, I got you, got you. Well. Uh, Blaze and I have our audio and video. I have the audio, so... Okay, cool. Well, yeah, ours is pretty ready to go, too. Um, So within the next couple of days, expect that we'll be tweeting um, that stuff out to everyone as well. So if there are some details you missed over the past couple of days, or if you just want to see your favorite actors and writers kind of chatting with us, um, it'll definitely be something to check out. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I mean, we pretty much, uh, I think we pretty much covered all the, the major details, uh, unless there's any, again, unless anyone else can think of anything. Well, there weren't really that many details on major though. That's cause he wasn't there. He was too busy <laughs> being at the one tree hill reunion. He, dude, uh. he, <laughs> he just doesn't want to be anything other than what he's been lately. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I, I can you. I can, oh. You can't see it, Chris, but I'm, I'm clapping for you right now. I, you, you. Pun, you punned me back with my own pun with another pun. <laughs> Dang, punception, that, man. Thank that you. Was good. I, I just I figure I should just say that and and kind of like just get out before I start singing the One Tree Hill theme song because Gavin McGraw's a national treasure. I'm just gonna say it. Um. Anyway, but. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, he should I, be. He should be the next singer on I Zombie yes, that gets killed off. Yes, Rob Thomas first, now Gavin DeGraw. Come on, make it happen. Yeah, make they, it happen. They've got the connection right there. 
Yeah, there you go. So my videos are still being edited and graphics are still being uh, added to them. So that's an update on that. Mine will come out a little bit later. Yeah. They'll be out. They'll be audio at least. Awesome. The audio is on my phone. We're good. Very cool. Did we we mention that Rob Thomas already has plans for how the season three finale is going to look like? Uh, we did not. I think it's just because, like, he says he kind of knows, but, like, it obviously hasn't been written yet, so it could change. But, yeah, uh, it could. But it's cool. It's cool that they already know the direction. I mean, I already trusted them, but it's it's good to know that they definitely have a, a pretty set arc for what this season should be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just reading through the Twitter feed right now, trying to figure out what we haven't gone over uh, yeah i think we covered pretty much i mean there might be like one or two little tidbits but i mean definitely fun things our readers can find yeah, because exactly. that way that way they can go and follow us on twitter at at iZombie radio plug 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 yeah, um, if you want to see what other crossovers <laughs> no exactly go to our no. page that's um, yeah. we're fortunate enough to have the the videos of the, the press rooms and the Sean, so Sean and Chris, Chris and I were at a table together because I was filming. I wasn't really involved with the table. And then Sean was at his own table. So um, we got double the questions. We have lots of great content. And we'll be rolling all of that your way soon. And yeah. Minus the fact I couldn't speak. (laughs) My voice was so shot. Like I could barely get anything out. So, But you were present. You were there. I was there. I got Rose McIver to laugh. I think I got a few more cast members to laugh with pretty much the same exact joke. So there you go, man. You got good material. It's you know sacrificing the phones to the celebrity <laughs> as everyone was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess that I, mean, I guess that does it for us um, this yeah, week. I, yeah, sounds, sounds Clo- good. Closing thoughts, closing remarks. Uh, I feel like I've talked. Yeah, go ahead, Katrina. Next year we're going to the CW party. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, we we need to get there. I'll I'll break us in or I'll party my way in. But we're getting in. We're gonna. The thing is, this this podcast is gonna take off so much. They're gonna be like, we can't not invite iZombie Radio. That's what they're gonna say. Yeah, no, it'll next year. That would be really awesome. I, I snuck mean, in under the radar for invite. for the press room, so I could probably sneak in under the radar once more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Um, right. Well, um, yeah, that'll that'll do it for us then. Um, thanks for listening to another episode of iZombie Radio. We'll, what's our schedule going forward? Are we just kind of feeling it out, or uh, by bi- weekly episodes? Until um, the season. Until the season. Yes. I mean, unless something comes up with one of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then we'll kind of assess it from there. But, yeah, as of right now, probably biweekly episodes probably coming out, I would guess, on Thursday or Friday um, every week. Um, and then once iZombie has a, a firm start date, we'll kind of, you know, change our schedule accordingly. Uh, but yeah, for the off season and then 
we're still we're still discussing exactly what we're gonna do with regard to news and and rewatches and stuff. But uh, just keep listening, guys. We've been really happy so far with all the feedback we've gotten. We really appreciate really appreciate everybody who listens and everybody who's spreading the word about this podcast. Yeah. Um, and we because we love doing it. So yeah. um, just big thank you to everybody listening and. Uh, any any announcements we have, we'll make them uh, public on both uh, Twitter and Facebook. Well, Absolutely. there is one little announcement. We the DC TV Podcast Network is doing a post Comic Con wrap up. So oh, ah, good call. Right, that's going to be ahead. live, I believe, this Sunday night. Yeah. It'll be. They yeah. want to record it. It's going to be live, right? It's going to be live on Mixler, yes. like it always is with these things. So right, um, now, right now, I know the um, the plan is what 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Pacific. Pacific. So I get off work that day at 8.30, so I'm going to sneak in as soon as I possibly can. Nice. So I won't be there at the very beginning, but I will try to get in there somehow. I'm hoping to be Hopefully there, but before, I am uh, unsure. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully uh, before Andy starts fanboying over the Flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to sneak into uh, currently mo- like moving, so this weekend's going to be tough, but... If it's eleven o'clock Eastern time, um, I, I hopefully might be able to top on at least for a little bit. Uh, you know, share my thoughts about Comic Con. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, where can they find you? Where can the kids find you, Chris? Where can the kids find me, Blaze? Yeah. I'll tell you where the kids <laughs> can find me. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you guys can um, always follow me on Twitter at ckinger13. Um, you guys can follow, follow me on Instagram at CKingER33. Same thing, CKinger33. Uh, it's a little different, just different numbers. Uh, and then make sure to check out uh, my writing. It's on TVOverMind.com. And also, I write a little bit for the Marvel Report as well, the MarvelReport.com. Um, and then uh, this podcast, obviously. So keep listening. Great. Katrina, where can they find you? You guys can find me anywhere on the internet if you search for O Katrina, and that's a Katrina with the C. Um, and you can find me here on iZombie Radio. You can check out my other bi-weekly show, Woman Up Podcast, and find all of my crazy Star Wars ramblings on StarWars.com. Awesome. Woot. And Sean, how about you? Where, where are they looking well, up? For the <laughs> most part, you can find me anywhere under Snarky Sean. I have actually created a public facebook page for myself just so yeah i'm looking this up right now yeah, as we go. <laughs> i didn't get yeah. the invite to like that page well, mm. well just I, it's sort of a new thing that i'm trying out cool. um if you find my most recent mm. sort of marvel report post on the animation panels uh i edited it so that way i'm tagged as my page and not me Long story short. Nice. <laughs> Which Blaze just liked it right now. I did. All right. I'm now fun. <laughs> this is live. Okay. Um, then you can also find me yeah, basically anywhere at Snarky Sean, uh, except for some strange reason, uh, Snapchat, because I decided to be fancy. Um, and then you can also find me writing for the Marvel Report. Uh, you can also find me on another podcast, Geekishly Toku Podcast. Uh just look up Geek Tokupod on Twitter and it'll link you to wherever you need to go. Actually recording an episode of that tomorrow, so whenever this episode comes out, this the 
other one will come out probably a few days later. Very cool. Depending. Because I decided that I'm just going to record podcasts all week. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> that, that's a that's a good life, man. That's a good life. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's all. Everywhere you can find me at the moment. Great, and I am Blaze Hopkins. You can find me on Twitter at Blaze Hopkins. Um, follow me on Instagram, Blaze H twenty three, and I also write for the Marvel Report. And I still dabble on TV over mine a little bit, but I will have tons of Comic Con coverage up on there. So. That's it for me. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you're enjoying it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right.